Movie Sushi. Die Hard. Holly McLean calls her housekeeper Paulina. Mr. McLean hasn't called yet, but Paulina's made up the spare bedroom anyway. Holly gently flattens a family photo with John McLean in it. John's met at the airport by young chauffeur Argyle. It's his first time driving a limo. John says it's his first time riding in one. John's wife had a good job that turned into a great career. So six months ago, she moved to LA. At the Nakatomi Building, Argyle says he'll wait in the car park in case he's needed again. On the thirtieth floor, John finds lots of revelers, indoor waterfalls, and live classical music. Joe Takagi introduces himself, and John's shown through to Holly's office. Holly helped the company close a big deal, so they threw this party. Holly now has a new Rolex watch, a corporate thank you. Later, John asks how long Holly's been using the name Miss Gennaro, her maiden name. They start rowing, then Holly must leave to say something to the troops. When alone, John curses himself. Two terrorists arrive at front desk. And execute the man there. Theo goes to the IT control room and starts typing. Another staff member is executed. Lots more terrorists spill out of a truck. Theo puts safety measures in place, then destroys the equipment. Another terrorist puts on uniform. Terrorist Carl finds the fuse box. And cuts the wires, interrupting John and Argyle mid-sentence. Hans and his team of terrorists are armed to the teeth. At the thirtieth floor, their machine gun fire makes the revelers start screaming. John gets his gun and runs barefoot up to the thirty-first floor, where he discovers more terrorists. On the thirty-second floor, John finds another phone with no dial tone. Hans addresses the revelers, referring to the greed of the Nakatomi Corporation. Hans grabs Joe Takagi. In the lift, Hans praises Takagi's suit as being John Phillips, London. On the thirty-fifth floor, John spots terrorists transporting guided missiles. Hans takes Takagi into a room full of well-lit, scale models of buildings. He asks for the computer code key. Hans wants the six hundred and forty million dollars in negotiable bearer bonds locked in Takagi's vault. Hans counts to three and kills Takagi. John secretly watches this. He accidentally bumps his head on a desk. Then runs to a nearby office. Hans reaches the vault, but the circuits can't be cut locally. John triggers the fire alarm, revealing his location to Hans.
emergency vehicles arrive, then get turned back. Hans's man Tony comes for John. They fight and fall down a stairwell. Tony breaks his neck. John takes his walkie-talkie and lighter, but the shoes are too small. John stops a lift between floors and gets out. Hans announces to the revelers Takagi's dead and that he's now in charge. A lift arrives revealing Tony's corpse wearing a Santa hat. John watches from the roof of the lift where he jots down intel on his arm. Carl's told his brother Tony's dead. He overturns a table and yells that he wants blood. Hans says only after Heinrich has planted the detonators, Theo has prepared the vault and they've called the police. Holly suspects it's John currently inconveniencing the hostage takers. John starts broadcasting Mayday messages from the roof using his walkie-talkie. Hans realises John's on the roof and sends men up. 911 recognise the same address as the fire signal earlier and are uncooperative. John fights his way down from the roof, followed by Carl and others. Hans is informed John's in the elevator shaft, effectively locked in. John rigs his gun as an anchor point and lowers himself down the elevator shaft by the strap. He only just grabs an air duct before the strap slips. The banging alerts Carl and friends who shoot at the air duct. Sergeant Al Powell arrives, distracting the terrorists. John watches the police car arrive and smashes a window. The terrorists run to John's location. Al is going to leave when John kills another terrorist and throws him out the window and onto the police car. Soon, dozens more police cars arrive. Hans calls John Mr. Cowboy and rubbishes his chances of success. John says yippee Carl reports that Heinrich's bag with the detonators is missing. John gives Al intel about the terrorists, requesting he be called Roy. Police Chief Dwayne Robinson thinks Al's being duped by a terrorist. Dwayne foolishly wants to storm the building. All local metal shutters are made to lower, trapping Argyle. An FBI task force prepares for the invasion, as do the terrorists. Theo reports there are four gunmen trying to open a door lock. When a blowtorch doesn't work, a police tank is requested. Terrorists shoot the men at the door and they move their rocket launchers. The launcher is assembled and the tank is destroyed. John makes a bomb. He straps it to a chair, puts a TV screen on top and sends it tumbling down the lift shaft. The resulting blast takes out the entire floor, showering the streets with glass. 
Dwayne rejects John's help. John humiliates Dwayne, and Al tells John to hang in there. Ellis tries bartering with the terrorists and easily surrenders information about John. Hans radios now if he should call John Officer John McLean of the NYPD. Ellis asks John where the detonators are. John makes it clear he doesn't know Ellis and what he's attempting is dangerous. Ellis is killed. Dwayne blames John for this murder, but Al says John did everything he could. Hans speaks directly to Dwayne. Hans has comrades in arms in Northern Ireland, Canada and Sri Lanka, languishing in prisons, and he wants them freed. Then, all hostages will be flown to Los Angeles International Airport. Dwayne has two hours. At the vault, Theo has just one more lock to break. Hans investigates in the heart of the building and finds someone's cut his yellow cable. Suddenly, John's holding him at gunpoint. Hans becomes frightened, saying his name's Bill Clay. John promises not to hurt him. Dwayne gives the FBI a sketchy briefing. Al says all they know has come from John McLean. He's actually been very effective, having single-handedly killed five terrorists. Hans notices John's dirty, bare feet. John gives Hans a gun. John turns his back and Hans summons help in German. But the gun has no bullets. Terrorists arrive in a lift. Hans tells them to shoot the glass to exploit John's barefootedness. Hans soon reclaims the detonators. Hans and Theo watch the FBI cutting the building's power. The circuits that cannot be cut are cut automatically in response to a terrorist incident. Cutting the power here will affect ten square blocks. Hans is pleased when the vault opens. Special Agent Johnson radios Hans that the State Department has arranged for the return of Hans's comrades, and helicopters are en route as requested. It's a double cross. Johnson says Hans will be dead soon. Hans says they'll touch down, he'll blow the roof, and Hans and friends will be sitting on a beach earning 20%. John discovers what the detonators are for. The whole roof of the building is rigged with explosives. He's just about to radio Al when Carl arrives, ready to avenge brother Tony. Hans watches John's kids on TV and quickly deduces Holly and John are close. Hans grabs Holly. All other hostages are taken to the roof. Hans attempts radioing John about having his wife, but John's still fighting Carl. John finally hangs Carl with some chain. 
John bursts onto the roof, shooting another terrorist. He learns Holly Gennaro is on the thirtieth floor. An FBI agent shoots at John from a helicopter. Then they swing around for another attempt. John finds a coiled fire hose and unravels it. Hans decides to blow the roof. John wraps the hose around himself and jumps off the roof, narrowly avoiding the massive explosion. He swings in through a window. The fire hose wheel comes loose and falls past his floor. He manages to untie himself just in time. A helicopter falls and explodes, and the sprinklers activate. John has just two bullets left. John arrives grubby and limping at the vault, decking one terrorist. But Hans has Holly at gunpoint. Hans reminds John he's stealing six hundred million dollars, so people have to believe he's dead. John throws down his gun, putting his hands behind his head. Hans is about to kill Holly when he brings up an Americanism he hadn't heard before. Yippee ki yay! John makes Holly duck and reaches behind his back for the gun taped there. He shoots Hans and kills the remaining terrorist. An armed Hans stumbles to the window, still holding Holly by the wrist. Hans tries aiming at them. But John removes Holly's Rolex watch, and Hans falls to his death. Holly and John kiss and embrace. Bearer bonds flutter in the air. John and Al laugh and embrace. John introduces his wife Holly Gennaro. She says Holly McLean. Carl appears still alive, and Al kills him. John and Holly kiss in the back of Argyle's limo, starring Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, Bonnie Bedelia, rated 18, directed by John McTiernan, released in the UK 1988, runtime two hours. Twelve minutes. <laughs>